This is the Grow Business Podcast with Corey Mosley. Yeah. I like this. I, my team was full <laughs> when, we, when I sat down here today. I had full tea, um, but apparently it took so long <laughs> to go to hit record today. My tea is almost gone. So, folks, if I'm cackling through the rest of this, blame William, our studio manager. and uh, He's on the boards. And uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. One, <laughs> acknowledging he's here. To, just, in, just in case people think I'm diabolically uh, pressing the keys here, we, we, we do have a great team. Uh, this is the Grow Business Podcast. Now, um, if... You're listening to this on audio. You don't know anything is different yet right now. If you are watching us on YouTube or watching this from growwithcory.com, you probably see someone in the other chair that you don't recognize as someone you've seen previously in the chair. That's because that person is no longer in the chair. <laughs> so if you're listening for audio, uh, if you're listening on, or if, you, if you're streaming this on Apple Podcasts or Everywhere we are now, I think we're on Amazon, we're on Google Play. I want to introduce you to a new co-host uh, who's going to be joining me. Uh, now, if you've ever purchased anything from my organization or in my organizations, then you will know who this person is already because you have spoken to him at some point in your sales process. But joining me today, introducing, uh, it's going to be at least one of our co-hosts that's going to be joining me here. Um, I've decided I want to have different members of my team um, join in because they have expertise in a lot of different areas. So I want to introduce you guys, if you don't familiar, I want to introduce you to the man, the myth, the legend, Lon Graham. Lon, hello, hello. Say hello to everyone. Hello, everybody. Corey, it's great to be here. Thanks. Yeah, so much. it's got that deep barrett. He's got that. I got. I'm gonna have to bring my voice down uh, to 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 play in this pool with him. Now, Lon is a wealth. Lon's gonna be a wealth of knowledge. You're also trained as a. You also have training as a as a amateur comedian or stand up, right? Stand up comedian. Yeah, I've done some improv as well. You know a lot about sports. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. So, folks, I know nothing about sports, <laughs> so this is great. This is why I want to I wanna always have a great yin and yang uh, because I will have my commentary. Now, you know, for those of you who don't know, you know, I obviously have I've spent a lot of – I spent time on the gridiron, uh, you know, as far as football is concerned. I have a storied history uh, with the Colonial Heights Chiefs. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we were, we were undefeated. <laughs> Uh, the year I was on the team, I don't know why he's laughing, but uh, we were undefeated. So, you know, as we particularly may talk about football, have different analogies here. Just know you're talking to uh, you're talking to a real guy that's been in the that's been in the trenches. Talking to a champion. Yeah, talking All to right. a champion. Yeah, yeah exactly. I exactly. Feel like I'm in rare rarefied company. Then. Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, I mean, winners hang with other winners, right? That's what they, exactly. Eagles fly with eagles. My friend Delatoro McNeil says. <laughs> Right, you never see an eagle and a turkey hanging out together, <laughs> right? So it's important that we have e that we have eagles. And Lon also brings a wealth of knowledge that things I wasn't familiar with. You made a reference before we went live today. <laughs> you referenced someone named Digger Phelps, and um, I looked at you sideways. <laughs> William looked at you sideways because we are Generation X. Um, who is Digger Phelps? 
So and that's D with the that's D, that's well, D Digger Phelps. Like, not to be confused with anything else, folks. But go ahead. Like digging a hole. Yeah, yeah there you go. There yeah, go. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, who was he? You made reference to him. So we were talking about the way I, we got to that was we were talking about the highlighters, and we were, you know that's what started spawning this conversation. And Digger Phelps was yeah once having highlighters, a bunch of highlighters high- on the table. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Digger Phelps was once the head basketball coach at Notre Dame. Okay. And then after that, he was on the ESPN. Did he win? He won a lot. Oh, okay. Okay, he so he's a, a winner. He didn't win a championship, but Oof. he won a lot. He got into a lot of NCAA tournaments. That's brutal, though, don't you think? Well, I think it's hard, right? I mean, playing, being good, winning, but never – Not quite like the Colonial Heights Chiefs, yes. right? Yes, I mean, That's I can't right. imagine how frustrated <laughs> I would have been if we would have almost right. been winners, like Pure. season after season after season. <laughs> Peering over the edge, right? Yeah, it's painful, don't you think? That's what I've heard. Yeah. (laughs) Right? I mean, mean, you know, but. But so the point of bringing up Digger was, though, is that after he was, after his coaching career, he was on ESPN Game Day with, with, you know, the basketball broadcast, the college basketball broadcast. And he would always be famous for having highlighters. I see. On the broadcast. And so he would use highlighters to write on the whiteboard and do all that. So that was what spawned that conversation. Wait a second. You, where did they write on? He would write on the whiteboard when he was a coach. Well, he, write, he would write on the whiteboard when he was a coach, but right. when they had the game day broadcasts before they went to the digital. So this is how why you oh, don't is that recognize when you used to, it. You could circle stuff you like on the screen. Stuff. You yeah. like you see it on the screen. Like, oh, he should do a run pass and then move it this right, way. Right, exactly. Oh, okay. He would d- okay. design plays. And okay. Absolutely. All right, I remember that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's why they call him highlights. Oh, do you think I, yeah. Oh, is, is it? I don't know. I made oh, it you up. just made that up. Okay, that, up. Oh, that was good. All right, <laughs> that tracks though, right? Oh, that that could that could work. Well, listen, uh, Lon, I'm super excited to have you here. Just wanted to be here. Thank uh, you. Um, our clients love this guy, and uh, what I've always loved about you is, you know, people. Don't I tell people I'm an introvert all the time, and, and a lot of people don't buy that because obviously they see this, you know, this Corey. Um, but I truthfully am a big introvert. So particularly in our city, if if there's an event going on or something like that, 99% chance you're going to see Lon Graham <laughs> and not Corey Mosley there. That, it's almost certain. So, um, so thank you for everything you're doing, all you do. And, you know, just a true connector and really a guy that one of those rare people that, you know, ask you a question and it's actually interested <laughs> in the answer. Because I'm not going to lie. I've asked people questions that I have no, you know, like I'm just trying to, you know, a lot of people do this. They wait to talk. William you, William, and I have talked about this. And, um, you know, people wait to talk sometimes. Right. But you're like, you know, if you're like, hey, you know, where are you from? What do you do? Well, you know, why is that interesting? You're like actually interested in that. <laughs> well, and, yeah. and, and the reason or what developed that growing up, mm-hmm. Corey, and, and I think you know this, but it's worth saying out loud. Yeah is that my dad was in the Air Force. He was in the United States Air Force for 27 years. So I grew up moving almost every three years. Mm. So in order to get to know people, in order to connect with people and fit in and be included, I mean, you know, you could always go to the basketball court and write your name on the chalkboard because you're next in line. I got next. Right. But beyond that, in school or in class or on the playground, you know, you got to be able to get to know people. And the only way you're going to get to know them is if you let them talk about what they're talking about or what they're interested in talking about. Yeah. So that – is how that developed. And, you know, as I continue to move around in my career and in my life, I just continue to do that. 
Yeah, well, uh, it, it, it is definitely a skill that more people that more people need to have. And part of what we're going to be talking about today, folks, now that we're like 10 minutes in, you know, just <laughs> jabber, jibber jabbering, as they would say, jibber, jibber jabbering, is common sense. <laughs> but we're going to talk about common sense as it relates to common sense branding. Yeah. Right? This is the Grow Show. We're dedicated to helping people grow their businesses. Um, and common sense branding. Because I see a lot of stuff out there that I just don't understand. And it's very dangerous because there's so many different things that can happen to somebody's brand. There's so much fragility in a brand, right? So true. Yeah. At, at all scales, right? We've right. seen some big names. I mean, you know, there's some big names you could think about that at one time were too big to fail right. that just had some missteps with, with branding, slogans, messaging, Things of that nature, and they're not here. You know, maybe they maybe they had to sell, or right. you know, a lot of different scenarios that get created with brands that you didn't think could ever, you know, go away or or ever lose, right. or ubiquitous brands that you drive down the street and you'd see, you know, their locations all right. over the world. Right. You know, shout out to Radio Shack. So, <laughs> so I mean, I, I mean, right? I mean, right. there's just there's just at one time that's what you're like. Oh, I need an adapter. Oh, well, you better go to the Radio Shack. So, <laughs> right. and then over time, at some point, people don't keep up. But I want to talk about common sense branding because people get led astray. I think a lot of times people like people like to overcomplicate things. Right. Um, so I've got some notes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some notes that I want to talk about and you know there's certainly things that you see right. as you look at prospects and people that we work with right. uh, that we work with in our studio with, with our expert interviews what we work with in our coaching programs and just really you know how, how many times do you go to someone's you know, a lot of times you're prospecting, you're going to a website looking for video in particular, right? right? 100%. To, to, to right. talk about our, our expert interview uh, product and service that we offer. But you're going there, you see no video, but you you see a whole lot more than no video, like with the, like websites, right. you know? Well, um, go ahead. You know, I, what happens too is, is people get wordy and then they start to use big words and they think mm. it, it becomes impressive. And, and you look at the professions of people, right? So lawyers, doctors, mm -hmm, CPAs, mm -hmm. accounts. They they appeal to each other. A lot of the a lot of their language mm, appeals good. to each other. That's good. They don't yes. appeal to their potential client. They don't yes. appeal to the person they're trying to attract. They appeal to each other because they want to impress each other. Yeah, that's really good. And so that's that a good, that's a good Lon, so Lon they, Graham earning his keep learning his keep five minutes into the game. He's dropping nuggets. I love it. Yes, yes. But, so so you go back to you talk. Give about, that man a horn, William. Get, get, yeah. All right. All right. Go ahead. Keep dropping that knowledge, sir. But it goes back to what you say. You know, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, the question is, is it that it doesn't make sense what they're trying to accomplish or is it their language doesn't make sense? Right. And oftentimes both mm -hmm. because their language doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to who they're trying to attract. And then it becomes unclear and then people move on. Right. That's why video is so important. I'm going to lead back into video for yeah. a minute. That's why video is so important because in an interaction like this, you can talk about and clarify, right. wow, what are you really trying to say or what is it that you want people to understand? So, Because if, if, if I'm interviewing you or you're interviewing one of our guests, one of our clients, you can say, well, wait a minute, how does that apply or how right. does that – like, or who, you, who do you want to hear that message? Yeah. Yeah, I like that because – 
So Donald Miller says that, you know, people don't, and I have, and folks, you're going to find, I'm, I'm not trying to be anybody's guru here. So if I get great information from <laughs> smart people, I have no problem giving them credit. So Donald Miller, um, who created StoryBrand, and, and, you know, he says people do not read websites. They skim them or scan them, Yeah, you know, right? And so you're trying to have the call out. So that thing, you because it's so funny, I'm going through my head right now of, I can think of a handful of professional services type businesses in particular right. um, where particularly ones that have accreditation, and like a CPA, like an accounting firm, like, you know, oh, we're your we're your partner in complex IRS tax liabilities and blah, 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 blah. When people are like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to get a lot of money back. Right. Exactly. On my return. Right. So 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 how can you 100%. talk to me in that plain language? Or allow people who want to be more sophisticated about it to go deeper, maybe give them the option to do that, right? right. For people Create who yeah, for people for people who care. But I think so number one, I believe from a common sense branding standpoint, being clear is very important. Oh, hundred percent. Right. People don't have that translation. And uh, and for me, I, I'm going to add a, 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 a extra statement there, which is authenticity. Mm, right. Because I will meet people, and we're both members of the National Speakers Association, and I will meet people. You know, there's a lot of talk about elevator pitches, and you know, in the speaking world, they will. The, the statement is, you know, you'll ask someone, "What do you speak on?" Right, hundred percent. Right? What do you that you go to the events? You'll say, "What do you speak on?" Right, and I have to be honest. <laughs> Some people are so rehearsed right. about it. Right. And I'm not saying don't be prepared because you should be. Mm. But sometimes people say things to me that I just go, come on. <laughs> like, you know, oh, well, I help professionals uh, reach their highest potential by unlocking the tools that they need to be successful. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I know I'm going to give. I, 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 this is for people who know me. They know I'm very. Uh, I'm very polished. <laughs> um, but like I promised myself on my podcast right. that this was going to be a, just an opportunity that I was going to take to just really say what I believe, uh, just really say what I believe. And I just have to be honest with you. Sometimes I hear some ridiculous stuff. Well, these are green room conversations. Right. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you acted like you even listened to what they had to say is a good start. Well, no, it's good. <laughs> I, yeah, well, I don't want you to, I don't want to be made out to seem disingenuous because I'm not. People who know me know that I'm not. Right. But 100%. sometimes people just say things to me that are uh, like in that description, they're trying so hard, right. you know, um, well, it goes back to the the professional trying to impress the professional, right? So they're using language that think will impress the person that they're talking to, not reach the person they're trying to reach. And the other yeah, thing that maybe. you get too, I help people live their fullest dreams with impact, emotion, and veracity. <laughs> So let me ask you again: What do you do? <laughs> what do? You, what do? You, so what? So I get. I guess the point is to 
He's got crickets. I, I guess the point is to go into the how, I suppose. Right. Well, I so think, I know somebody's going to be offended, but it is what it is. I but, think there's only, but the, only the person who... Blessings to you if it works. If right. what you're doing works for you and it's truly authentic. Because all, in all honesty, I'm really making this comment to people who do this inauthentically. Yeah. Like if you really, if you, if you really come from that place that how you're describing that is really you not something you came up with because you went through a course. Right. Or you went to a workshop on how to, you know, talk about what you do or how to do right. it. And, and they gave you these steps to mold it all together. And now it just comes out like, what? <laughs> <laughs> when what you really wanted to say was, you know, whatever it was, what you really right. wanted to say, you know, was, you know, I'm I'm an I'm an accountant, <laughs> right? I help people maximize their refunds by using a tax law. Like, okay, you know, versus I help people unlock their finan- unleash their financial wherewithal so that they can live their best life in earnest and never have any regrets. Like you've heard these things, 100%. right? Yeah. yeah, I see them and I hear them on a regular basis. And and a couple of things, Corey. I think you know the the professional trying to distinguish themselves. Yeah, and they're using they're using words from the books that they had to study. Right, people that are highly educated mm. often have a hard time getting out of that highly educated mode and talking yeah. to somebody who didn't have the same path that they did. So I'll tell you what's in, I'm going to tell you what's interesting about that. Right, um, is I one of the areas I've I've had challenges is I assume everyone knows, and this is going to sound very weird as someone who coaches people right. who has a, a, a as a coaching business, um, but I many times struggle with assuming everyone knows everything that I do. Mm, yeah, that's easy to do too because you live and, with yourself, and I find that, and then I, so I'll share something with someone, and. It's like a huge breakthrough for them. Right. I'm like, oh, I thought everybody knew. And, and it's probably more subconscious than anything. Um, and it's probably also, I don't know, shout out to a psychiatrist. Write me. Let me know. Right. <laughs> let, 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 let me know. Therapist out there. Any therapist, any therapist listening, let, tell me what's wrong with me. But uh, <laughs> it, it's probably this uh, – because people who know me know, you know, I'm not a real braggadocious person, regardless right. of what I've accomplished or not accomplished. Uh, so I always come from this place. I start in this kind of humble state, right? Right, which is not. I don't want to be. And I'll, I'll tell you, years ago, people, I, I, I pe- some people told me maybe 20 years ago, people would say to me, you know, Corey, um, you know, I know you probably don't mean it, but sometimes you sound like you're talking down to people. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I heard it a few times early mm. in my career. Early that that, and it, it it was true. It wasn't intentional, but and they knew that, so they always started with that way. But sometimes you talk, it's like, it's like you're talking down to people. Mm. So I think that I became so conscious of not wanting to appear better than anybody or right. whatever. Um, Grow podcasts uh, sponsored by therapy.com. No, no, no. But I never wanted to. Um, so I think that's subconsciously made me believe that way. But, um, you know, when we when we help a lot of people and the people that we're helping through our programs are like, you know, 
I didn't know any of this. Well, partially that's why I paid you, Corey, because I didn't know these things. <laughs> right. But I think I think it's a mind thing that you know, and, and where you were going with that. If you remember your thought, I want to let you finish it. <laughs> but it was, um, but it just made me think of that, right? You know, when you were saying that there too. Well, and and you know, you talk about giving credit. Um, you know, uh, oh, I forget the name of the book. Now I'm drawing a blank. But but there's this concept of curse of knowledge, and I'll I'll come back and give the yeah. person credit for it. But it's this curse of knowledge, mm-hmm. and the reality of it is, is that you live with yourself every day, so you know what you know, right? And because of all the things that you've gone through, and you know, I'll go back to being clear, right? One of the things that speakers mm-hmm. and professionals early in their career struggle with is. Well, I can do so many things, yes. and especially, and I struggle with it. Right, you know, four or five years ago when I first got into the speaking business, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like, well, I know sales, and I know leadership, and I know right. coaching, and I know sports, and and but that's not, you know, it, it it doesn't help to say I can do and know all of that, right? Because then you're like, well, what do you do? Yeah, so it becomes confusing. So mm-hmm. sometimes the marketing is is not being clear in the messaging. And sometimes the marketing is not being clear in your head with what you want to message. Right. And so to your point, going back to what you said about assuming everybody knows what you know, well, you wake up every morning with everything that you've ever done in your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And there are people that are older than you, people that are younger than you, people that are your age yeah. that don't have that same experience. And you don't want them to because then they don't hire you to do what you do. Right. That's true. <laughs> no, no, that's absolutely true. Sam Oven says uh, – he says he's a probably, I mean, a eight, nine-figure consultant or built a consultancy. But he says, you know, the, what people get wrong about consulting is you don't have to know everything. You just have to know more than the client you're serving. 100%. Right? To be right. successful and to actually help, right? right? Have a help and have an impact. But it's funny. So when we talk about being clear, common sense branding we're talking about on the podcast today, um, common sense branding. So we talk about being clear. Number two, the other thing I have here is having a alignment, and what I mean by that is, you know, having those dots connected, because I have to tell you one of the most confusing things to me, and this is really in particular to how I see a lot of people, small business owners, like coming up with their brand names, naming their company. Um, many people come up with names and things that have no no connection to anything. Mm. Now, if you're in a if you're in the unicorn position to make a market, right? Then maybe, but the right. average small business is not is not in that position. So, and what I mean by make a market, Google was a stupid name thirty years ago. Like, right? And I say stupid. <laughs> It didn't connect to didn't anything, any right? right? Right. Now they're a market maker, so it's ubiquitous, right? right? You want to, you want an answer. It's not go on the internet. It's <laughs> it's Google, it, right? Right. Co- correct. 100%. So you know, Facebook. You know, uh, kind of made sense. Facebook, eh, maybe, um, but they're a market. They they made a market, right. right? So the issue is for the average person, the person that's got the candy store that they've named KGA Candy <laughs> because their first name is Karen. Right. Their hu- the yeah. husband's name is George and the you know and the daughter's name is Anna. That's cute, but that doesn't translate well when you're trying to have a notable brand. Right. Well, it's not easy to say, which means it's not easy to remember, right. which means it's not easy to tell somebody about. 
Right. And, and like, that's not branding. Right. right? So coming up with a, that goes back to your point that you made earlier that, you know, a lot of times, uh, websites or professional services will write copy for their peers, not their client. Right. Like that's the same thing. That's, that was a, that's a selfish brand name. Hundred percent. Well, the other thing too, versus being indulgent chocolates, right, or something that actually le- guides me to cohesiveness with the right. brand. Well, that, 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 so it goes back to you talk about alignment, Corey. And the other thing is, is so indulgent chocolate mm. is well, you know, I'm going to reward myself, right? So, and this is if I'm going to reward myself with chocolate, I'm going to go eat indulgent chocolate. I'm right. making that name up, but right, right, but, sure. But sure. for the purposes of the point, the other thing that I see people do too. In this confusing confusion piece, is they 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 have an area of expertise and something that they're really into. Mm-hmm. And let's use um, Harry Potter. Okay, somebody is is a huge huge Harry Potter fan, so they'll draw on something so deep into Harry Potter that you got to know Harry Potter right to be right. your brand. Right. And it may ref- and that character may yeah. reflect what you do. But nobody knows because that ninety percent of the people right. don't resonate with that character. Oh, I love Dun- Dungeons and Dragons, so I named the character. You know, I named my company as Backup Stan or something. Right, 100%. right. You know, oh, everybody, people who know, they know. Right. <laughs> no, well, they that's don't know. Not who, <laughs> you want more people to know, right? And as a small business, now you've got private equity. You've got a hundred million dollars to make your brand known because you can be marketing everywhere. You can be Doing these different things, right? right? Um, and and you could become ubiquitous. Right. You could force your brand on people right. and force them to 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 learn the brand. Right. But <laughs> for the for the average person, that's not for the average person. You want to be in alignment, right? Yeah, hundred percent. You, you, you want to be sprinkles, right? The cupcake company, right? Hundred <laughs> percent, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, pretty simple. Absolutely. So again, unless you're a market maker, yes, Hershey's was was a name, and is synonymous now with that, right? Right. But even that was a brand. I mean, even that was a even that was a brand play. I mean, Hershey's chocolates, right? Like well, you can, you know, it's like restaurants. I see restaurants with just. If I had a yeah. restaurant, if I had a restaurant, I'd call it Corey's. But right. but it's it's Corey's restaurant. Right. It well, would only serve food that I eat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, what's the well, point? Well, yeah, it's there's so much of that, and and you want you talk about alignment, and the brand alignment is multiple things, right? It's you want the name to match what you do. You want the name to be immediately associated with whatever right. your business is. The other thing you want though too is you want how you show up to be in alignment. Right. And we've had this conversation a lot about, you know, how do you show up? If you're a coach and you show up with a T-shirt and, and mm. banged up jeans right. and you're coaching CEOs, you're not going to get much business. Right. If you're, you know, if you're. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, again, as, as a non-known entity, right? right? Tony Robbins can show up in a, in a, a Nietzsche jogging suit. Right. <laughs> Most of our viewers probably don't know what I just said there. <laughs> <laughs> Nietzsche. Uh, well, how cool would that be, Tony Robbins? Tony Robbins in FUBU. Like, I mean, right, anything's exactly. possible, right? right? But he can show up like that. No right. one's going to question it. But for, for the average person, for those of us out here that are trying to build our name, trying to get known right. and, and go through that process, right, there's, that's alignment, right? right. You, you, you want to ha- have that alignment 
you know, uh, with that so that whole process translates. And you might want to have coaching in your name. Right. Like if you can't say a name. I, I remember I had to – I was emceeing an event, and there were 33 speakers involved. Okay. So I had to introduce each of those speakers to come right. up and do their thing. And there were just people that had names that I had trouble pronouncing. Right. As a professional. Right. So what do you think the general public <laughs> – has to say about your pithy name that no one, right? right? You know what I mean? So, you know, one of our companies, Thought Leadership Studios. Right. (laughs) Wow, what is that? (laughs) Right? Right, exactly. Thought Leadership. 100%. Studios. 100%. I mean, right? Then you have your tagline. You can brand it, right? Your expertise on camera uh, 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 for the world. But, But, like, it, there's some continuity there. Mosley Strategy Group. Right. I'm Mosley. <laughs> we do strategy. Right. And there's a few of us. Right. That's <laughs> exactly Like, right. I mean, again, I, and I'm not trying to be a branding genius here. Right. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not headed to, you know, Park Avenue to open up an ad agency. But I'm just making, I mean, grow. Right. Business podcasts. Right. Well, I, and- are people confused? Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe there was, you know, when we looked at this, there was like a couple of weed podcasts. Right. That, you know. Yeah. Wait, are you familiar with the weed podcast? <laughs> 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 yeah. But, but but I'm just, so having alignment, right? So being clear, having some alignment. I, I understand you want to give a tribute. Now, if it makes sense, you want to give a tribute to your Nana, make it make sense. Right. right? Nana's Cookie Company. Right. Right? Right. So that's all my point. Make it make sense. Now, you wouldn't have, you know, Nana's Industrial Elevator. Like, you know, that that, the brand wouldn't, it wouldn't be congruent there. So uh, despite your desire to, to, you know, have some hardcore name, um, or you better have a great story. Yeah. Right? So, you know, Pecan Jacks, Mm. great brand. Right, so obviously the, the pecan, pecan, depending on where you're from, savior, savior, <laughs> notes, right? Uh, you know, Corey, it's pecan or it's pecan, but you know their bread and butter was pralines mm, okay. or pralines, depending right. on where you're from. Save your email right. and your message again. Uh, that was their bread and butter, the, the, and, right. and it was Georgia pecans, pecans, whatever. Mm. Um, that was a selling point. Authentic, you know, some of the best pecans in the country right. come from there. And Jax was the name of their dog. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Right? That's fantastic. Now, I remember talking about pecans. Mm-hmm. You know, so talking about branding, and I'm going to ready to tell me a story about George Washington Carver and the peanut. I didn't say peanuts. Oh. I said pecans. <laughs> but what, so you talk about branding and association, right? Because branding is so much association. Yeah. And you talk about pecans or pecans. You can yep. call, I call sure. it pecans. When I was when I was in elementary, I mean, you're school, a Georgia State fan, aren't you? G dogs, yeah, isn't it? Well, okay. yeah, go right ahead. Okay, well, I, I don't know. Are they not doing good? <laughs> the Georgia, they're, they're doing pretty good. Oh, okay. They're no, just I, like, just, uh, I wasn't going. I told you I didn't have any, I didn't, I didn't have any backstory information. But they're not quite the Colonial Heights Chiefs. Okay, but but they're one, ele- one, they're, could, they're, one could strive. They're for elevating. They're elevating to do okay. that. But when I was when I was in elementary school, we lived in Montgomery and we lived on base and in the backyard. We had a pecan tree, and okay. we could pick up like when pecans got ripe, they fell on the ground, and we would go out with grocery bags. This was back when you still had paper bags. We go back, 
And fill go ahead, and, go ahead and go ahead and date yourself. Right, exactly. Well, you can still get paperbacks at Kroger for a nickel. <laughs> but but you, you know, you go out. So the 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 pecan name. I though, thought you had satchels, satchels. No, like they didn't have paperbacks yet. You you had to you had to wash them out. And, yeah, and no, I don't okay. go back as far as Satchel Page. Come on now, <laughs> the pitcher who nobody knew how old he was. <laughs> All right, go ahead, finish your points. <laughs> But it's but 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 brand association make it easy for people to associate yeah. with that brand. And so I remember thinking about about pecans, pecan jacks name after the dog. It's got an easy name to remember. But it, it takes me back to when I could go out in the backyard in the fall and pick up pecans and crack them and eat them fresh off the ground. Right. And it's just so all of a sudden it elicits this memory. Sure. And the the best brands are mm-hmm. easy to think about, easy to say, easy to talk about, and remember elicit this memory. Right. And so nobody's saying pecans is steak. Correct. They're candy. Correct. Correct. Right. Pecan Jacks is candy. It's Correct. easy to remember. Yes. So it, it elicits that feeling like indulgent chocolate. Right. right. Exactly. Same, same concept. Right. You just you just want to have a line. Right. You want to have alignment. So next thing, don't go uh, don't go overboard and miss the obvious. Mm, yeah. Some Ooh. people spend so much time trying to be so pithy. <laughs> Trying to just trying to be so cool, right? That they they miss the obvious. Common right, sense, right? Common. Yeah, yeah. And and then you can't make heads or tails of the situation, right? Yeah, and it's you know I used to John Thompson coach basketball at Georgetown for a long time. I'll take your word for it. And um, <laughs> and then William, he, you know John Thompson. Okay, at <laughs> these roll off of his tongue like everybody knows who. But but go ahead. Well, and, and then after he got done coaching at Georgetown, yep. he would be he was on a radio show, and one of the things that he would say on a regular basis is, "My mother told me growing up, common sense isn't common." Right. Which is the point that you're making is is you get so cute that it doesn't make sense. I had a, a buddy and former employee who used to say. Uh, you can't have a battle of wits with unarmed people. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that was, is so that was good. One of, that was one of his favorite lines. That is so good. Um, you know, in order for something to be a no-brainer, you have to have a brain, <laughs> right? So, but people go overboard. They, they try to be so cool with it. And it's right. like, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I don't get what you were going for here. I don't get the name. I don't get, like, again, if your name is hard to pronounce. Right. And someone, a professional has to go, I had to practice it. Right. And listen, I'm not talking about the name your mama or daddy gave you that you, you know, by and large can't change, right? You have to live with, you right. know, you, you you were named, you know, Uka Booga Booga or something. <laughs> and now it's difficult for people to to say or it's got something to do. Right. This is a decision that you're making. Right. In terms of what you're naming your business. Well, a perfect a perfect example conversation I had earlier today mm-hmm. with one with with somebody that we're going to do. Wait, why you? Uh, <laughs> let me let you finish that thought because <laughs> you ended it on with somebody we're going to do. So we want to get <laughs> we want to keep this clean. Did so I go say, ahead and finish oh, your go ahead and finish your okay. thought, Mister Grant. <laughs> Sometimes I get so excited yeah, I yeah, get carried yeah, away. Clearly. <laughs> so I had a conversation with a, with a potential client earlier yeah. today, and he had an international name and. And we were talking about his name. Mm-hmm. And when I called him, I was going to ask him how to pronounce it because it had a number of vowels run together. Yeah. And he said, you know what? In conversation, just call me Nick. Right. I'm like, okay, thank you. Yeah. How fantastic is right. that? 
And so My wife still, will do that. She'll just say call her Z. Right. And so I you don't have to, to go through the, yeah. I still try. I wanted to pronounce it because sure. I wanted to try and get it right. Right. But I and know that I'm not going to get like, it right you know? every time. Of course. So you made it easy for me. Same thing talking about branding, right? And he didn't have a decision. No, it was his gift. It was a gift to him. Right. You can decide the company. Right. <laughs> Stop making people pronounce your crazy named company. Correct. Yes. You know? If you got more than three vowel, three three consonants in a row, you're we're in trouble. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord, William. <laughs> All right. Uh, be clear. Have alignment. Don't go overboard and miss the obvious. Right. This is, you can agree. Uh, there's plenty of people who will agree with me on this statement. I am only sharing. Thankfully, this is my this is my podcast. You can fast forward this point, and you are free to disagree with anything that I say. I am not. I am not perfect. I am. We are. We are in a studio recording this. I am not on the. I'm not in the Maldives, vacationing permanently, <laughs> retired, uh, rolling around like Scrooge McDuck. So <laughs> I am coming into work. We are coming into work every day, trying to help people and and build our business. So. I say all that to say I'm not above reproach here. Right. But two things kill me more than anything. And I will fight and debate this no matter what. I'll debate all the people who say, you know, finished is better than perfect and all those other things. My two big ones. One, people who cut corners with their brand. 100%. They don't think it matters. They don't think whatever. Um, And they combine. Usually that's combined with. Uh, a DIY approach to everything. You've heard me say Chris Rock's statement, you can drive a car with your feet. That doesn't mean you're supposed to do it. Right. So the death, I think, of so many people's brand, particularly people who want to have a higher revenue product or service. Correct. They want they, they they want to be considered higher in or they want to be considered on par with, with someone maybe they may find as a competitor, but they have a low end brand. Right. Right? Yeah. And that is such a people cut corners. I can't tell you how many people's websites I've been on that they've forgot or have or have not done parts. Right. Of the website. Well, under construction forever. Yeah, hey folks, <laughs> Laura Ipsum <laughs> is not supposed to be the text written in the about you section. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I think too Corey, uh, I mean unless your site is Greek. Right. But, exactly. but that's well, not <laughs> That's a different story. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Well that goes back to alignment. But right. the 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 cutting corners piece is well that's the that's how your brand shows up. That's you know people are going to get right. They're deciding, right? They're they're deciding, right? And they don't tell you. I've said this analogy for years in front front of audiences all over the country. The average customer is non confrontational by nature. That means the average person in our society will go to a restaurant, have a bad experience, leave a tip, and never come back. True. They're not calling a manager. Right. Over and complaining, or or they, the average average people don't do that. They right. just go, all right, well, you know, we we picked a bad one tonight. Right. We'll cross that one off our list. Right. And when it comes up in conversation, hey, right. 
what do you think about yeah. this? Well, yeah. we didn't have a great experience, so we never went back. We went to a restaurant last week with a client um, that when she brought it up, the conversation amongst the people in the room was, oh, you know, I haven't heard great things about that place. Now, she stepped in and said, well, I actually ate there previously okay. and had a good experience and enjoyed it. Okay. So that's part of the reason why we're going back. So she saved that conversation. Right. But the, the, the who is they? Right. Right. It's such a, right. you know, right, right. They said, they said. Now, if you've got reviews, legitimate reviews, and you got to get your house in order, then, right. you know, you got a 2.1 review for your business. There's some concerns that you need to look at. But from a brand perspective, right. this, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to get to it, or it's on. People won't tell you. They'll hit your website, go, mm. Right. They're whether getting more confidence about doing business with you or they're losing confidence when they're exposed to things in your brand. Right. What if that grow had two O's in it? Now, what would you, oh, maybe, what's the story with that? Or maybe <laughs> someone in my organization can't spell. Right. Well, and we don't, and we have no quality control. Right. And I said, you know what? We already we already did it. Let's just roll with it, right? Because good is better than perfect. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's interesting too. You say that, um, you know, we're talking about branding. Yeah. So how do you want to represent yourself? Think about. We'll right. talk about. We'll talk about the website because that's where that's where we're landing right now. But think about your website is like your interview. I'm nursing this tea, William. I'm, yeah. it's, it's down to the. It's, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting slow. Go it's ahead. Going from hot yeah, tea yeah, to cold yeah, tea. Yeah, yeah. But but think about your website. Yep. As your interview with a client, a potential mm -hmm. client. Mm -hmm. So how would you? Is does your website show up the same way you would? Sure. If you were if you're if you were going to shame. meet with a client and what? Listen, hey folks. Overproduce overproduce the website. Mm -hmm. Even if you are still in a quasi suck phase right. with what you do even if you're still working out your profession or right. working out your methods or working out your whatever right. overcompensate make people believe you know what you're talking right. about at least right, right? don't you don't match that situation right. you know and it's so and, and people get so caught up because right they're trying to cut corners they're trying to save money you're trying not to spend any money they're they're trying to, 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 to you know stay on the budget but this really drives me crazy with websites because that's a 24 seven right. situation. Right. Right. That's, that's, that's side. That's, that's not the networking. That's not people seeing you. That's people put, putting that in, putting something in front of them. Right. And now letting them make a decision. Is it building confidence or is it, and I'm at, and it can get way more sophisticated than that if you want to, but at its basic level, when we, especially when we're talking about a website, is it, we can get into the technical of conversion and, and all these different things, but forget that. Put that aside for a second. At its most basic level, does it increase, does your website increase someone's desire to do business with you or decrease? Does it influence them in the positive or the negative? Right. Because if it's negative, shame on you. And if you don't want to deal with that hard fact, ask some, ask some other people. Like if, you, if you're living in your own bubble, right. then, then ask some people. Because, you know, we've seen some doozies. <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, now listen, you, you, we've met business owners who 
don't care about their website because their website is not contingent on how they drive business. Right. Um, they've been around 40 years. I'm thinking about a particular company right now where no one is finding this company based on SEO and their now I still say you should have a you still should have a strong brand because um they're in the transportation industry. Okay. So crappy website makes me wonder about how you take care of what kind of experience. Right. Take care of your your equipment. Right. I mean, there's so many different things that are right. And folks, this isn't about right or wrong. This is about how people think. Right. And how and how people observe things. When people come in this studio, Lon, I'm sorry. When people come in the studio, the, one of the most interesting things that baffled me initially, you know where I'm going with this. Well, right. you know where I'm going with this too. Right. Is that that oh, wow, this place is so clean. <laughs> And I'm saying my, I'm baffled, right? <laughs> because I'm going, well, what kind of dusty, musty, dirty places have you been? Like it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even cross my mind to have a dirty studio, right? Well, it goes back to you know you you forget sometimes, and not everybody has your perspective, right? So well, stand, I mean, I say stand, I say standards, I guess. Well, so but yeah, but yeah, but somebody. When they say that, what that usually means is is they've had an experience like that somewhere else. Right. So they walk in right. yeah, with that right. as with that as their perspective. Sure. So we'll tie it into the website. Yeah. If I look at a website that isn't representative of your brand, it's gonna make me think that it's gonna remind me of a bad experience I had somewhere else. Right. And so now I'm associating that. So you talk about, you know, increase or decrease, does it attract or detract, yeah. right? And so those are the things. Am I drawing you closer to me or am I detracting you? So stop letting these commercials convince you. Stop letting Wix and Squarespace and these guys convince you that for $25 a month, you can build, you, you, you don't need a coder, you don't need a designer, you, you can just move the blocks around. Right. And, 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 and while that may be an aid for speed and convenience and maintenance, right? If that's not, there's a reason why there's a community of creative people and designers. Well, if you are an attorney, stop it. <laughs> stop. Don't you dare. Because you're talking about a whole different wiring. If you're a right. CPA, don't you dare get some Wix website and think you're going to put that to, you're going to build your website as an attorney that's going to reflect your brand and, and the quality of work I hope you do or aim to do. Don't you dare. You're not even, you don't even have the genetic programming. Right. Right. It, there's a whole left brain, right brain situation that you can't even overcome right. if you want it to. There are people right. who are natural creatives and then they build on top of that skill. And there are people who are naturally more analytical minded, more, more break than gas. Right. And then they build on that skill. Very few people can cover both of those sides with excellence. Right. Don't you dare. You bake cookies. You bake those cookies. Don't you dare. Sit on to think you're going to become an email marketing expert because you got a constant contact account. Well, and it's just true. I'm tired of seeing. I'm William is dying in the corner. I'm tired, and I'm getting me going as we should be winding down. <laughs> but I am so tired of seeing people have difficulty and challenge, and wonder why they don't have the level of customers that they should. 
And I can tell you in two seconds. You got this. Shout out to Coach Prime. Uh, bull junk. <laughs> bull <laughs> junk is one right, of his words. You, that he's, you got this bull junk for right. a brand. You got these bull. You hand me this bull junk business card. I like this bull junk. This <laughs> feels good. good. Uh, and you, you, you cut all these corners. Right. I'd rather you stay at your job for six more months and save the money to invest in a in a in a professional, I'd say real, a professional web developer. Someone that can professionally create some marketing assets for right. you. Right? Right. Uh, then go down this do it DIY path. Well, and, and to that point, Corey. You were smart enough to not do that. You didn't go build your own website when you were out, out there speaking and building that part of your you know business and everything. Right. You know, you paid. And I know what you paid because I know who you paid. And I know what she charges. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. So so I know. But you have a, but, but you have a great looking site. So but cutting corners, I mean, DIY. And, and, and then here's the last point because we got to get out of here shortly. Use common sense even when dealing with professionals. Right. If someone is giving you advice or <laughs> taking you in a different in a direction <laughs> that <laughs> doesn't make sense. Right. You you some people call us going with their gut or whatever. So yes, I want you to take advice. I don't want you to be fighting because, you know, Lord knows I've had our, our fair share of clients who you know, we know it needs to be done, but we, we spend half our time trying to convince them. Right. But I'm talking common sense, right. not sophisticated strategy, right? right? Listen to the people you're paying. But if something just doesn't make sense, and Lon's laughing because Lon knows there was, there was a particular client that we had been talking to in the medical field, um, and they opted, not to do, they opted not to do any business, which is fine. Um, that's what sales is a numbers game. But when I went back and went to their website and, and dug a little deeper and explored what they were doing, um, I, was, I was so dismayed. <laughs> and one of the main reasons I was so dismayed was is that one of the reasons they didn't do business with what we were offering was because their marketing expert had advised them that they didn't need to do that or didn't need to make that investment at that time or could should invest somewhere else or whatever right. it was. But the marketing person was the deal killer in the situation. Right. The buyer wanted to do it. The client that would have been the client wanted to do it. But the person that he trusted with his marketing advice. So imagine my surprise when I go to their website and see their website for concierge medicine, I'm going to call it out, or telemedicine. <laughs> telemedicine. I'm not going to get to say who. Right. But offering telemedicine, and 80% of their homepage, and I'm being kind, doesn't even talk about telemedicine right. or the advantages of it or the need for it. Right. 80, but So in websites, folks, folks, just as in newspapers, you have a term called above the fold, below the fold. So ultimately, the first thing someone sees within their screen width 
on your or when you go to a website is what we call above the fold. So that's where the goal is to have your most dynamic messaging, have a call to action, have the most have an impactful piece so people continue to scroll. Everything below the fold was about the people on the team. Not about the problem they solve, their ideal customer, how their service works, how it benefits people, how it improves their health care, how this is better than having to deal with a, a massive doctor, office, nothing. Right. It was three pictures and bios. One was the doctor. The second, you're going to love this one, folks, the second photo and bio was of the marketing guy. The hired marketing person, not even the on-staff marketing person. He was hired. Yeah, the, the, the consultant. Marketing consultant. Yeah. Right. And the third was the outsourced office manager. Right. Who also doubles as a real estate agent. Right. And wanted you to know that they're a real estate agent first. Right. And office manager second. Correct. I was off my rocker. I'm pulling out all the terms today. <laughs> Bull junk. Uh, uh, what was the other one I said? I was dismayed. Dismayed, right. Yeah. And I wanted to fall off my chair. And you would, you'd know it because you, you were watching my face right. as I was describing this because I couldn't believe that this was the person advising. So this person thought they had helped guide a great website that was 80% three people's bios on the homepage. Right. But didn't think that that doctor should have invested in what we were offering. Right. Which would have been a tremendously more valuable marketing asset. Well, and it's a, and, and in addition. Dumbfounded. So, well, it's an online, it's an online telehealth. Right. Medicine, telemedicine. Right. Which is online. Yeah. And it's a tele-no medicine. Tele-no tele medicine. <laughs> And they were choosing to do so. Going back now, to Elon, <laughs> this guy could be the greatest doctor in the world. See, this is the shame, and I want people right. to be crystal clear right. on what I'm sharing here when I'm talking about. I'm not. I'm not just bashing, bashing. The greatest crime here is that this guy could be one of the best doctors. Right. He could be helping people. He could be. High value, someone that can change lives, get people healthier, uh, uh, provide a way for people who can't, don't have transportation to get quality medical care, people who don't have health insurance, give them an alternative, lower cost form of care. See, these would be all the things that should be reflected on the website. So the greatest crime here is that that business will have problems scaling right. because they have poor messaging. And this doctor is spending money with someone who's supposedly a marketing expert. And their great idea was to self-promote themselves right. and take up a third of the website to talk about their work as a marketing person. Well, and I think I don't get it. 
Yeah, and I, I mean, look, the reality of it, Corey, is this: is you know what you talked about is is be aware of what you're trying to accomplish as a business owner. Yeah, pay and, attention. And when a person gives you some advice that doesn't make sense or doesn't resonate, yeah. And this is a doctor. Why not get a second opinion? Right. Why not say, hey, you know what? Huh, that's good. Look at that. Look at Long with a, with a fourth quarter football <laughs> reference with a fourth quarter nugget there. Right. Yeah. But why not? Makes a lot same, sense. Same thing in business. If it doesn't make sense to doesn't you or sense. if you're not getting the success that you want to get from it, it's okay to ask for another opinion. Yeah. And most people would be willing to have an, a conversation with I you. Just, I, right. I, I just don't like... You know, all of us here as a team, we work very hard for our clients. You know, to the the product and service that we offer, we work we work very hard with them. And there's people in Business Accelerator and our coaching program. I'm working hard. These guys know. You know, they're they I don't want to advertise this, but you know, you might get a message from me on a Sunday. You know, mm -hmm. about something because I'm thinking about you, or I'm thinking about the strategy, or. Or guys have been in a jam, you know. Oh, I'm working. A, I got a deadline for for an RFP proposal. I got to get in, or right. you know, I'm I'm pitching. I've had that all the time. Oh, I got a call coming up in two hours. I'm I'm uh, I'm a little unsure what I'm going to say. Can you help me? And I and I'll jump in if I have time time to do it. So like, so when I see a dereliction of duty. Yep, I have one more for you. I have one more today. When I see a dereliction of duty, right. it's almost like malpractice. Right. I'm like, you paid somebody for this? Yeah. And it's, you know, it I'm gonna need to be I'm gonna need to be hosed off. I need to be cooled. I'm gonna drink the rest of my Good tea. I'm nursing it, baby. We, we got two more minutes. I'm nursing it. Well, you know, the 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 point of it is is that um, two things, you know, bringing it back to yeah, bring, is, bring it home, land the plane for us, LG. There's two things you talk about. One is alignment with your messaging, yep, and uh, cutting corners, and that doesn't represent your brand. The other part of it is is that do-it-yourself piece, and they both they run in parallel lanes. You don't have to do everything at once. That's right. You can build on it, and if and if you're an expert, so you talked about a lawyer or a CPA or a coach. Right. If you're an expert coach, unless you're a coaching people to build websites, right, then you're not going to. That's not going to be your lane. Right. And we call them rainmakers in sales. Right. Mm -hmm. You you create as much of an opportunity for them to go out and be in front of clients right. as you can, and you build a, an ecosystem around them that allows them to go out and maximize what they do best. And if you're a business owner. Do what you do best as much as you can and hire the rest. And remember, you don't have to do everything all at the same time. You can I'm, build on that. I'm reading these notes from William. Oh. What, I'm trying to figure out. Uh, um, he sent over notes. We get uh, we get messages. Oh, like do we? Messages. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a – I want to run through some stats before we get out of here. Uh 57, what is it now? Estimated 57% of internet users say they won't recommend a business with a poorly designed website on mobile. Wow. You okay. got people that aren't even thinking about mobile. Right. I could pull up a handful of websites now that are, that are just crazy. 94% right. of consumers leave a website with poor graphic design. Wow. That's a big, that's a big number. I don't, did you just make that up? No. Oh, that's from LinkedIn, a staff from LinkedIn. 94%. 94% of first impressions are design related right. you haven't even opened your mouth yet well it's just like showing up in clothes 
Yeah. How do you show up with your like your mom told you when you're a kid, comb your brush, comb your hair, brush your teeth. And then he sent a squeaky clean laundromat. That makes sense. Yeah. Buns of Steel Bakery. See, you can have fun with the brand, right? right. Walk this way, Chinese restaurant. You can have fun with the brands, <laughs> right. right? But I get what it is. It's alignment. I, I'm not. I'm not confused. Right. Goes back I like curl up and die hair salon. That's funny. That's good. <laughs> that, that's funny for us. Yeah. This is not, yeah. <laughs> right. Because that's a great concern. All of us in the studio right, right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> we are. We are. Yeah. Well, listen. I, you know, it's been a great episode, Lon. I thank you. I, I thank you for joining us today. Uh, a lot of value here and listen folks i hope you i hope you were not just entertained but i hope you're educated and ultimately you know we want to serve as a thought starter i mean what i ultimately want is yes i want you to be i want you to to get off this podcast and think about your brand what your brand says about you are you being clear does our brand actually make sense you know in in, in full circle Right. right are we going overboard in some of our our marketing, I used to put this um, mailer or put this email, this big email when I, when I was speaking on this particular topic. I had this big email, and it had all these things in it about how you can save money and, and prices and all these value. And in the email, they didn't list where it was. Oh. The advertisement did not have the address. It was so jammed with discounts and savings and today only and free hot dogs and balloon people it didn't have the address i thought it was stunning yeah that i would put out a piece of marketing excited about my on-site my coming to my location and i don't tell you where the location is wow use common sense right right? don't miss the obvious right so we want to encourage you. We want to encourage you to do that. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast, we want to know about it. Please uh, fill out some reviews, make some comments, follow, give us some stars wherever you consume this. Uh, if you're on our YouTube channel, please like, follow our channel. You can watch all of our episodes uh, as well as additional content. We drop blog content, we drop articles, we drop video content daily at the growwithcorey.com website. So I would encourage you to check that out. If you have a friend or a colleague who's in business that could benefit from this message, we encourage you to share that. And if you want any information on the work that we're doing and how we're working with business owners, also head over to growwithcorey.com. LG007, first episode on the Grow Podcast. Feeling good? Fun times. I enjoyed it, Corey. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We will have you back. You'll see both of us again really, really soon. I'm Corey Mosley, and he is... Lon Graham. That's right. And we will see you next time on the Grow Business Podcast.